0: Morning, 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 everybody! Welcome to the, the Anointed Radio Show. And like always, we're gonna go ahead and start with a scripture and a prayer on this good old Father's Day e- oh, morning. Hey, hey. I was about to say evening. Oh, that's, that's different. Oh, I'm just all kind of stuff coming in this morning. <laughs> Praise God! Getting back in decency and order. We already coming out. We'll be coming out of Joshua one and nine. And it reads, have I not command you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Despite what you're going through, what you're going through, and who you're going through with it, hmm. God is with you. And he got your back. And you have to realize God don't play with people that touch his children. Amen. Amen. So, dear Father, thank you, Lord, for waking us up this morning. God, be in the midst, God, in every service, in every church around the world, to be able to tell about your son's name, God. God, we just thank you for the strength of getting us through the, the full week, for us to be able to see a new day, with new grace and new mercy. God, continue to touch us from the top of our head to the sole of our feet to anoint us, God, with financial blessings, with spiritual maturity, with a new way of looking at things and knowing that we have hope, joy, and a future. God, continue to bless everybody that's waking up, bless everybody that's heading to church, and bless everybody that's Listen to this in the playback on the podcast. God, just touch them in a mighty way. Let them know who you are and whose they are. And we say that all in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Amen. Amen, amen. amen. This is Pastor Jay, and like always, I got something to say. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at anointedjlon, J-A-Y-L-O-N on Instagram and Twitter. Or you can find me on Pastor Jalon Calhoun on Facebook page. Oh, yeah.
1: Wow. (laughs) What?
0: I just realized this. I have a whole Facebook show I got to do on Tuesday. Right. That'll be a different one. You could go ahead and check out Pastor J and Just Nia unscripted on Facebook Live. Um, The topic is going to We're going to stay with the topic from last week and that we didn't get to get to because we're still talking about the first topic. Mm -hmm. And that topic would be how can we unite the church in a healthy way? Mm -hmm. Amen. (laughs) (laughs) But that's Pastor Jay.
1: Good morning, everyone. This is Lady AJ, and you can feel free to follow me on Instagram at Lady AJ 2020 or you can drop me a line at ladyaj2020 at gmail.com. Happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there.
2: Thank you, thank you, Lady A.J., we appreciate that. Thank you, Lady A.J. And this is Coach Hill. You can find me on Instagram at 910Coach. And remember, patience is a talent a lot of people don't have. Amen. Happy Father's Day out there.
3: <laughs> Good morning and happy Father's Day. This is Erica Nicole. Um, you can find me on Instagram at Erica Nicole, Erica with a K, N-I-C-O-L-E, 8-2. Um, also on, you can email me at Erica Nicole Howard at com. Happy Father's Day, guys. Amen. Hey,
0: thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Amen. So we're going to go ahead into oh, our thanks. segment. Our segment is That's Not Nice. Anybody got That's Not Nice? I do. Uh-oh. 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 All right.
1: Okay, so a rapper uh, books an Airbnb room. Airbnb. Airbnb room in LA. He gets there. There are needles, drugs, pipes. Wow. And two drug addicts in wow. the spot.
0: They're just, just they're just Shilty. chilling there.
1: Yeah. He just yeah. come in. and was like, all right, right. They're just, they're, here's just here's there. Chilling. they're just there everywhere. High. You sure that wasn't
0: part of like the description in, in the Airbnb? No, it was not. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we're going to go ahead and give the, that's not nice to the Airbnbs that just take a lot of people money. We got another that's yeah, not nice? Yeah. Uh-oh. Yeah, we sure
2: do. Uh, that's not nice. Leave Kimber Walker alone. Stop saying he's going to the Lakers. We need to resign them him in Charlotte. Uh, Let's go. That's not nice. Oh. Leave him
0: alone. Okay. Since we're talking about the NBA, the Raptors beating the Warriors—that's not nice.
2: Oh, I called it. That's not nice.
4: That's not nice. Hey, not
0: nice. Not nice. Hey, oh,
4: I That is it. not
0: nice. That's not nice. And now all these bandwagoners want to run to the Lakers. They still not going nowhere. Mm. They still not going. <laughs> Everybody, if if you ran to the Warriors, we didn't want you in the first place. Mm. That's first part. Second part was go back to the Lakers because the Lakers. Did, no, I think the funny part was, did y'all see Le, uh, the Levar Ball? I see oh like yeah. That. Well, you know they are never ever, ever until you do right by me. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, no, he didn't put the Miss Sealy curse on the Lakers. Mm. But, yeah, that's funny. I I, I just thought I had to talk about that. We're going to go ahead and go into the mix. We're going to go ahead and play Father's No Best, which I think was most appropriate for Father's Day. Amen. By Kurt Franklin on his new album. Hope you guys like it.
4: See it's important to understand that just because God allows things that may not be good to us does not mean that it's not good for us. <laughs> yeah. See a parent fails if the child never learns how to fly. I hope I'm talking to somebody today. I can feel that it won't be long. for time they can. What time?
2: Northern California. They say you gotta have a weapon on you. I don't think they know my testimony. Hey. Jesus saved me in the story. Look, time to get it started. We're going dummy retarded. When me and Miles pull up, oh, you know that it's a party. Hey, the devil is defeated. He departed. Hey, they say that you a king. Well, this is Robert Ori. Hey, the devil had some plans. So glad I pulled out. I got a wife and a kid. I didn't pull out. Better wave that red flag because the bull out. If this a bad challenge, get some ruled out. We going so stupid, we going silly with it. Take your mask off like Mike Conley on the Grizzlies did it. I body diverse, you would think T. Grizzly did it. I got so many bars, it's a prison visit. Get the digits, like a math class. You want a verse like this, here go my cash app. Look the devil in your head, I cannot stand that. I'm Middle Eastern, can't you tell the way I bag that, bag that? Devil try to push it up on oh, me. Don't do it unless you ready for a long day. Like, ooh. Don't get it confused. Never run up on me unless you to get a Never
3: wanna run up on me, it's bad, Never wanna run up on me. Yeah, it's
4: not a three, just a legend in the making, yeah, he guiding me. Man, the devil really working, yeah, he trying me. Man, the only thing I'm praying for is a fight of in me inside of me. I'm going through a lot and it's only begun. And so I'm asking for the strength because I know it ain't done. I know these problems underneath all can be overcome. All these atoms and these ease are the lowest scum. Devil run. I, I, know, I know what my worth is. Made up in his image, so I'm focused on my purpose. Fighting all these battles, asking God for his courage. How to move aside all my pride because it's worthless. In a dark time, still looking to the sun now. Out. Need to be that light, like, keep me guarded when the sun down Yeah, I know who God is I know
3: he got this Trust in his process Never wanna run up on, run up on Never wanna run up on It's, it's bad it's God on my side God is my dad But run up on me it's bad. White boy, I'm still
0: hitting a new birth Yes, I really rap
2: I'm tired of all the rumors I kill these instrumentals, leave these rappers like Boohoo, I got more views than you And I ain't even on YouTube Sorry I'm stomping out all my pride, I don't need nothing beside me except for
0: my God and my wife I just tell my crew to slide and I hop up into my ride. That's a really hard job, there's eight of us in this car, only seats five Then it's off and away we go, stop out pride, low self-esteem and bad ego I'm trying to find an even balance like that boy Nemo Cut out, cussing hateful thoughts and drinking mojitos,
2: for real it takes a while, not a one-night fix I'm stomping out the devil every time that I spit There's rose gold on my crucifix No losing chips, got stacked to deck Like the you shoot and switch I'm so sick and tired of hearing these guys Telling lies like God is a lie, Yahweh a prophet
4: Stop
5: telling lies, it's well advised You'll be surprised on what you find After your body's inside a coffin The enemy's force, I've been here before Never scared of fighting with Satan I got plenty of resource, beginning me Lord,
3: the devil steady throwing six stones I'm not an adventure on infinity ward Repent and rejoice, knowing that my God this kept Marvel. Yeah. Demons on their knees calling Cap no sorrow. Bible yeah. was the bullet,
4: the vocal, the gap, girl. I'm fighting demons with double hands and no charla. I thought an actual job was actually weird. The right way was get the coke and sell it back to your peers. If I escaped the dope game it didn't
5: happen. Just to let these mumble rappers come and sell the devils crack to my kids. It ain't happening. I know I come with the packaging. No, one don't need to be carrying 9mm. It's the holy i packing it. Better be shooting the word again and again and pick up the fragments, putting
3: it back. I gotta recycle, do it again and I gotta reload it and make it a habit. Yeah! Never yeah, wanna run a ball.
4: Till discover the kingdom like six flags. I got a shield of faith. You can never get past. And the sword of the spirit make the devil get fast. Hey, Satan one, run on the bone me. That's a no-go. When I come around, I make them lead like a chodo. I ain't trying to gain the world and let my soul go. Say the name of Jesus. Every demon is a no-show. Satan one, run on the bone me. That's no bueno. I'm from Eastside, San Jose. I'm so ghetto. I'm blood by Brody. Shoddy, I'm no low- I told you I'ma get it. I get it. I don't settle. Hey, God came here right ran upon me with His love, forgave me of my sin and
2: covered me in His blood. i being been unashamed, that's why I'm lifting in the mud. Hey, Jesus set hey, me free from my life addicted the the Never, Never wanna run a bomb, run a bomb. Never wanna run a bomb. It's
3: it's bad. it's Got God on my side. God is my dad. But I run upon up me, it's.
4: Give them all the help be Come on, help me see. Tell the story about a woman with an issue. Had it 12 long years, didn't know what to do. She heard about a man coming through her time. She fell to her knees and crawled on the ground. This is what she said, yo She said if I could only touch But the to give up is gone then I'ma give it all I have. <laughs> this man, he was betrayed, crucified for you and me oh, oh. This man only wanted to make us free Oh, yes, he did Oh, yes, he did But in three days, heroes win Tragedies are commonplace, all kinds of diseases. People are slipping away. The economy's down, people can't get enough help. They're living out in the streets. And the drug habits. I'm not just talking about folks out in the street, but right in the church, drug habits that some folks hiding just can't beat. There are mothers. No place seems to be safe Lord, but you've been my protection You've been my protection Every step of the way Yes, you have to say and I want to say Thank you!
0: Thank you, Lord, for all you've done for me. This is a childhood classic for me. I love me. Thank you, Lord. That's, That's my, the
3: official offering
0: song. That is an official offering <laughs> song. And then with Miss Erica Nicole, she know I went from funeral to offering. Praise God. God. Amen. Thank God. <laughs> Amen. But we go ahead and have um, our interview today. Miss Lady Aja, can you introduce who we have in here?
1: Yes, 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 yes today we have a very inspirational motivational speaker and she is also a writer her focus is on working with folks and seeing them free from trauma and addiction and let's welcome miss paula josh amen
0: everybody welcome miss paula good
5: morning miss paula Good morning. Thank you guys for having me on the radio. Oh, here
0: awesome.
5: we go.
0: So, yes, icebreaker question. Mm. Icebreaker question. That's a song. Icebreaker question. I don't know. I mean, I'm. It's early. All right. The icebreaker question is this. Man. <laughs>
2: hmm. What's your favorite color?
0: There it go. I was at a blank. Go ahead, so- Coach. Thank you
5: green all the way i got i got green eyes and i've always gotten compliments on my eyes so i just i like green and i look good in green (laughs) okay watch out now all All right all right
0: (laughs) encourage yourself this morning
5: amen (laughs) yeah oh you better learn to that's right with trauma
0: that's right amen so one thing i wanted to just kind of get started is kind of tell people every um you know, the people that are listening, where you're from.
5: I'm from Grand Rapids, Michigan, but I actually grew up in Vegas. I, I went to elementary, middle school and high school in Las Vegas, Nevada, and I moved to Grand Rapids, Michigan in two thousand and six. Hey, Amen. Okay.
0: We got a, a Las Vegas born person. That's that that's that's normal, right? No, she she wasn't born. Oh, I thought she was, no, she was she, born. She moved here for
5: Yeah. So I, my parents out. moved me to Las Vegas when I was eight years old.
0: Got you. Okay. I thought I, yeah. when I heard elementary that you was just here the whole time. Right. My bad. It's early.
5: <laughs> Super. Super. It's <laughs>
0: early. I didn't get no coffee.
5: Jay make mistakes. I didn't say, get, get your coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-oh. Alicia, did you get him his coffee this morning? I did not. That's I bad.
0: did not. I'm off. Uh-oh. I'm
1: off today. But. So, Ms. Paula, I have um, – I'm just curious. Can you tell the audience a bit about how childhood is connected to traumas?
5: Yeah, absolutely. And when I was praying about this this morning, I kept hearing these words, you know, at-risk youth. Um, there's also another term for kids that struggle with their education, a Title I student. And, you know, I remember going through school and always hearing these labels on me, but I could never under, I never understood what they meant and what it was about. And later in life, I realized I was completely affected by childhood trauma. And that's why I made the choices that I did in life. Exactly.
3: So at what point did you allow, like, did you see a shift from what you had dealt with to take that and be like, okay, wait, I have a mission to serve
5: others. Um, so when I was 18 years old, by the time I was 18, I had graduated from alternative high school because I ended up getting kicked out of high school with all my behavior problems. And I ended up graduation, grad, graduating from Horizon East in North Las Vegas. And I I was looking for a job, but at this time I had a three-year-old and a baby. And so I had to figure it out and I got a job at a daycare and somebody kept telling me, like, Jesus loves you, but I wasn't ready to hear that message. But later in life, I accepted Jesus at the age 21. But even though I kept going to church, all of these issues kept following me. And I'm talking a lot of issues. And it was when I had my breaking point in my mid-30s and when I fell before the feet of Jesus in my home to ask him what was wrong with me. Mm-hmm. And that's where the shifting and healing took place. And I knew that I I had to share my story and to help others to get free.
0: Amen, amen. So one thing I I wanted to ask is when you have your breaking point, because a lot of people say, you know, a lot of people think, well, when you have your breaking point, you're still not gonna have some mess ups. (laughs) Oh. <laughs> when you have your breaking point and you finally say, because I've, I've been there myself where I have my breaking point, I'm done, like, man, Jesus. And then, you know, you go back to doing something and you're like, man. But I think the difference between that is you now have accountability to yourself where you're like, you know this is wrong compared to before your breaking point where um, where you, you're not really thinking about it. So kind of like, how how does someone could deal with that way of delivering steps into healing and recovery? Like how can someone really stay focused?
5: Well, I, I wanna say that this is, you know, that's a, that's a big question and I can answer, you know, so much with that. But first of all, when when we grow up and whatever we see and whatever we're exposed to, we usually follow that pattern, and I like to call it generational curses or generational patterns. And I fell into a lot of generational curses and patterns, like um, drug abuse, you know, alcohol, and just a lot of self harm, self destruction. But but when I went through my healing process, I really started to heal is when God helped me understand God's grace. There's there's that Bible scripture where it says the righteous man may fall down seven times, but just get back up. And God even shows us in the Bible through Paul, you know, that thorn in our flesh. I got thorns in my flesh, but that's not going to help me to keep pressing towards God and asking him to help me. So many times we we struggle with addiction. We hide, we isolate and we shrink back. Mm -hmm. And that's where the enemy traps us. That was deep.
1: Right the natives are, are captive.
3: So I think a lot of times we um, we come to church, you know, so often we come to church and we're hurting and like, you know, we can go through a service and you can sit next to somebody and someone may walk out the door and they're like, all I needed was a hug. Um, can you tell us like of, of signs or identifiers that you see in your line of work to that, that should be red flags for us to reach out to someone before they hit the, the point of complete trauma or if they're dealing with, like, a suicide or something that way?
5: Well, I, I think the more vulnerable that we are in sharing our struggles, then it helps the person next to you lay their mask down and say, me too. And just to kind of, like, give a little backstory, so the audience understands is that, you know, my, my father was an addict, and when we moved to Vegas, his addiction got worse. And he ended, up going, he ended up going to prison for 10 years, and it was for attempted murder. And then my mom, she found the escape in gambling. So here these six kids were trying to raise each other, and it was dysfunction. Right. But as I got older, and I'm getting kicked out of school, and I'm having all these behavior problems, you know, my father was abusive, so guess what? I had a lot of anger. I got into a lot of fights. By the time I was 15 years old, I grew up in a high gang population. I got, I they initiated me in that gang. They taught me, we're going to take care of you and not have a parent. I needed that. But the reason I share this with you is that I could be embarrassed from my story. And I did. I carried shame. People mm-hmm. in, the sh- in the church carry shame. Here I w- was, an adult woman on welfare, on Section 8, But not only that, I had three kids, and I was illiterate because of childhood trauma. Mm -hmm. Now, how how do I even know how to ask for help? Right. Okay. But you know what? It was the people in the church that loved me right where I was at, and I always say this: booty shorts and all. Okay. Mm -hmm. Because I didn't know. I didn't. I did not know how to dress. I Amen. didn't I didn't know my I didn't know my identity in Christ. I needed role models. I needed healthy role models Amen. and I needed to be restored. And so that I I shout my story from the the mountaintops not to say look at Paula, but to say once I understand the healing power of Jesus Christ and who he created me to be in my mother's womb, I could be restored back to that no matter what my story was in the beginning. Amen. And so Amen. People in the church just need to love people. And yes. In First in Corinthians thirteen, what's the main thing? God says, I don't care what gifts you have if you don't have love. Right. You know, don't don't say, well, when you change, I'll love you. That's what we do. Well, if you look different, I'll hang around you. Just love people. Just smile at somebody. Yes. Let them talk when they need to talk.
2: Right. Yes, I was wondering, this is Coach here, I was just wondering, when you, uh, you know, n- now that you're saved and you believe in God and have faith and you understand more, do you look back at the times when you wasn't saved and be like, God was there in that instance? Because mm. that's what I do a lot of. I always reflect on my life and I'm like, that was only through God that I got through that. You know, so, so I, uh, have you got any moments like that?
5: My My parents, were the um easter thanksgiving christmas church type people Mine's and it too. was a catholic oh, CME. Yes, Christmas, yes. Mother's Day,
3: easter. <laughs> <Gotcha>.
5: yeah but <laughs> yep so we went to the catholic church and i remember like you know do the rosary Helen mary full of grace that's lord with thee and but there was a prayer that i learned once in the church and when all the violence was happening in my house i would lay in my bed as a little girl scared now I lay me down to sleep. I mm-hmm. pray I pray the Lord my soul to keep. If I shall die before I wake, I pray I the Lord my soul to take. And my book will be, my book's coming out this fall. And I share all this stuff in there because these, these are tools. I believe God had his hand on me because I believe he was hearing me at that time. And he was also protecting me.
4: Right. And even
5: though I have, you know, just childlike faith at the time, I think he was like, I see you. Mm. I'm going to call you out one day. You know? Right. But that's for everybody. That's not just for me. That that message is for everybody, no matter where they're at. God sees them.
0: You know, it's crazy that scripture you just quoted, because in that scripture, I learned... I mean, not scripture. That prayer Mm -hmm. that you just said. Because in Mm -hmm. that prayer, I remember being a kid, and I was over a friend's house, and um i kicked a doll and it start t- saying that prayer and i was like wow what is that prayer like i kept hearing it mm-hmm. and then you know you know 90 toys they break so they just start repeating things over and over <laughs> and over again and <laughs> i kept hearing that prayer and i'm like and i memorized that prayer for by the time that i left the house so by the time when i really was a kid and I didn't really know how to pray. That mm-hmm. was that a doll, a toy
2: taught me how to pray. That prayer. Mm-hmm. You know what? I don't know. I, I know that prayer powerful. too, but I don't know where I know it from. Yeah. I yeah. remember saying it as a kid, but I don't know where I know, where I know kid, it. I don't time, know right. from where I know it from at all.
5: Yeah, I think that's powerful, though. I think God gives us the tools that we need at the time to survive. Yeah. You right. know, right. So. Miss Paula, I am.
1: Um, I wanted to talk a little bit about numbing the pain because I, you know, I see so many people in society. They they walk as they walk around as if they're zombies. You know, people are
0: mm-hmm. using
1: drugs and alcohol and.
0: Especially now that they're making illegal.
1: Yeah, and so yeah. you you know, I know that you talk about numbing pain, and it's you you you're using certain things to just to try to feel. You're numbing something, but you're also trying to feel something at the same time. Is that correct?
5: Mm-hmm. So my favorite quote to people struggling with addiction is, your pain won't kill you, but your addiction will. Mm. And I just heard this man who was very successful millionaire, and somebody told him, hey, why don't you go to this retreat and work through some stuff? And he says, you know what? I'm a positive guy. Why do I need to go back and look at my stuff? But he ended up going... And it transformed his life. Right. And we become as sick as our secrets. And you know what? Mm-hmm. Here I, like I was. In a Can day you day. say that one more we time? Become, yeah. We become as sick as our secrets. Wow. And I was the adult woman. And if I could just be skinnier and be prettier and whiten my teeth and fix the outside that I'm going to be okay but then I kept, like, struggling with this eating disorder. I kept struggling with cutting myself. Mm-hmm. And why were all these things still manifesting in my right. life? And But you know what? what? The Bible talks about the heart over and over and over. And you know what? With my dad being abusive, my dad being absent, my mom being absent, I had so much rejection, so right. much fear, so much abandonment. Abandoned, I met yeah. the father of my kids when I was 13. He was a hardcore gang member in Vegas beating the crap out of me, I had issues. And you know what? I would go to church every Sunday over the altar, get prayed over, get prayed over, and I would come home, and those things still manifested. And this is for people that's listening today. Your addictions are still manifesting because there's an issue in the heart that has not been healed, and only Jesus can heal that. So it's, it's so scary. You know, I always say it's okay to need Jesus and a therapist. It is. Because I sat my chair myself in a trauma therapist in a chair, and I was like, I'm having all these issues, and I don't know what's wrong with me. And she says, do you know what PTSD is? I was like, no, I never even heard of the word trauma. Mm. But you want to know what happened to me? The Lord, because I had a really bad memory because of trauma, and that's why I couldn't read. He started allowing, like every two weeks, a childhood memory come, mm. and then Jesus would just come and heal back. And then all of a sudden, I started changing, like these negative thoughts started not being so loud. I started looking in the mirror and like seeing myself different. But don't get me wrong, I still have issues. And that's why the word of God says take every negative thought, captive." I mean, we literally have to grab it and snatch it down and be like, not today, Satan. That's right. But, you know, and and it's, it's loving ourselves like Christ loves us. You know, like, I am so not embarrassed that I was in a gang. I'm not embarrassed I had a baby at 15. I'm not embarrassed I had all these issues because, you know what, God chose my parents. Right. This is my story. That's right. This is my story of redemption to show you that this Jesus can heal.
1: Amen. Amen. I th- You know what, I think you bring up a very good point because we, especially believers, we... You know, we identify things that, that we would like the Lord to heal. And a lot of things do go back to childhood and our relationships with our parents. And I was just having this conversation with my mom yesterday. I was talking about um, someone else. And I said, but you know what? The Lord selected his parents for him. And it's mm-hmm. a part of the story. I mean, the Lord, since he, he knows the beginning from the end... He knows everything we're going to go through. You know, and so many yeah. people get caught up with, well, you know, the Lord is putting you through a test so that he can see, you know, what you're going to do. But that's not true. You go through the test so that you know who you are and how strong you are. He already knows you yeah. because he designed you. So, yeah. you know, yeah. we 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 are designed. I saw this on Joel the other day and I thought it was an amazing amazing uh episode he says we're designed to withstand everything every storm that the enemy brings towards us and that's true yeah and that is yeah. true
5: yeah. so and, and don't compare your e- exactly because, you know i didn't grow up with the white picket fence and the two parents that said let's save some money and let's go to college and you know let's do i didn't do that and so we have to Go into acceptance of our story. Exactly. You know, the quicker that yeah. we can accept that this is my story, that's a, that's a That's part of the healing process is acceptance.
0: Exactly. Hey Amen. Um. So let's talk about your book. Um. And when is going to release? And um. Kind of the process of writing the book. Can you talk a little bit about that?
5: Yeah. <laughs> So um, I'm going to say this for the audience. One thing that I learned in the healing process is that I had to learn a discipline of spending time with the Lord and myself. And that was hard coming from somebody who was teaching herself how to read with a word calculator, like punching in the words, letting it say it back to me. But I would learn scripture by scripture. But in my quiet time in 2014, the Lord said, I want you to write a book, and then I had went to this church, and this man prophesied it over me, and I was like, crazy, (laughs) I'm not going to write a book. But the Lord has helped me, and he has brought the people to help me to write this book, and he gave me this name. Cross addicted. In the addiction community, the word cross addicted is somebody who has multiple addictions. And the Lord said, "I want you to take somebody who's cross addicted, become to the addicted, become addicted to the cross of Christ." Mm. And what? And so, what I'm doing is, a person who is struggling with multiple addictions, I'm going to help you understand what is the true meaning of the cross. You know that the Lord Jesus died for your sin, so we let go of shame and guilt. We don't try to do things in our own strength you know forgiveness forgiveness of those who hurt us and forgiving ourselves it's such a process and so I wrote a book for like two years and it was pretty much dumping my story but then when I went to a publisher they're like well nobody knows you so we don't need a memoir write a how-to book and so for the last two years I've been writing a how-to book to help other people. So it shares parts of my story, just encouraging people. Like if I can heal, you can too. Right. But it's, it's given people the tools and some, just like a little roadmap to teach them how to pray to God and to get some help that they need. So cross addicted. And it's how to heal from trauma and addiction.
0: Amen. Amen. And when will the book be
5: dropping? The first, the, we're shooting for the first week of September. My publisher and I. Amen. Amen.
0: We well, definitely yeah. be looking yeah. out for that. And um, where can everybody find you who is listening?
5: So you can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. I'm most active on Instagram and Facebook. It's at Paula J A U C H. You can learn more about my story at paulajouch.com. And I would just love to hear from you. I love hearing other stories. And if you're listening today, to this today, and you're still breathing, there's hope for your situation. Amen. And prayer is a pro- prayer is a powerful tool. Yes. So don't ever stop praying.
0: Amen. Well, I want to go ahead and say thank you for coming on the platform still and uh, saying your story with us. Yes. Um, I know that we had some issues last week, but I feel like God made this the day that you were supposed to say it so i I really appreciate you for coming on and talking about your testimony because there's so many people that go through the same thing they just have different faces and it's 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 powerful for us to show that you're not by yourself amen and um i really thank you for that um if there's anything that you need from the anointed radio show just let us know and we'll share um Share about your book dropping and sharing about, you know, your speaking engagements and things like that, especially, you know, since you've been in Las Vegas and know the issue. I I definitely would love to promote behind something to get the youth into a conference to know themselves, because, you know, with you being a product of knowing this environment, you know, personally what a child right now, you know, because with me working at Rancho High School, I see multiple kids of your same story. And when yeah. you said Title One, yeah. I was like, "Wow, you do—that's th- those are those are school terms. I, mm-hmm. I know that." And, and, yeah. Yeah. and we have to start looking at them like that's somebody's child. It takes yes. a village to raise a child, yeah. right? So that we need to actually yeah. look at them as a child that we could care for, yeah. instead of looking at them like, "Oh, like you said, don't look at them like, all right, go get fixed up first, and then we'll deal with you because you look yeah. the part or you 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 acting cool now." The ones that that, that are the most, you know, out of control or cussing you out is the ones that you need to be helping the most because they're yeah, the ones yeah. that's hurting the most.
5: Right. So yeah. And and Pastor Jay, I'm so glad to hear one uh, one lady that super helped me was a teacher at Rancho High School. Do you oh, know wow. Amy Whitemarsh Whitey? No, I don't. no. Maybe, I don't. maybe not. Okay. But I wanna say this with you. My mission is to get back to Vegas because in my book, you'll see, but when my dad went to prison for 10 years, it was an altercation with a police officer and my dad got shot but lived. But the father of my kids, he's in prison right now, a hardcore gang member. But his mom, when I was pregnant, got shot seven times and murdered and his brother. So when you say Rancho High School, you know, And and excuse me for saying this on radio, but people look at me like, oh, you're this pretty white lady. Oh, you don't know. I grew up in the hood. I've seen it all. Hmm. And so my heart is to go to those inner city kiddies and those inner city kids and let them know there's hope. If this girl could come out of welfare, Section Eight, the hood, the gang, trauma, can't read. I I have a mission to go back to these kids. So I would love to hook up with you.
0: Amen. That sounds like a plan because I think that would be something great. I think that's what's need. Yes. Um A lot of young kids just need to to see the hope. You know, when I grew up yeah. in areas like that, that's the church was the hope. When I was a kid, it was yes. the, it was the hope. It was right. like there's an outlet. It's me not getting in trouble yeah. and it's something positive and it's bettering me. Mm-hmm. I think we need to get back to that where the right. churches are in out there getting the youth to show it's a safe haven. We're right. here to help you, yeah. despite how much you don't want to learn about Jesus. Just come on for the for the pizza. You know, sometimes that's what gets the well, kids, you know? <laughs> and then they I'll start listening. The day, I,
5: yeah. <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now, with my mom being an addict and my dad in prison, I was a hungry kid. Mm. To this day, don't touch my food. Don't right. touch my food. I waited for food for so long. And me and, me and my husband, he's like, are you sure you're still hungry? I'm like, boy, don't say nothing <laughs> about my food. That's a, that's a topic that we just don't mess with with me because for so as a kid, I didn't have it.
0: You right. know? And you right. never know what that kid's going through. And just, yes. And if we just open up a venue where it's a feel like a safe place and they, they have resources, like, you know, cause I can tell you the truth. I used to go to church just for pizza. Our friends would be like, you want to go to Bible yeah. study? They, they, and I was like, they got pizza? Oh, for real? Look, let's go. And then because I went, because I listened, because you're going to listen. It's not like you're going to turn your ears off. You're still listening. That seed is just starting to manifest into your life. And then that child will start being like, man, I want to learn more about Jesus. He might not show it in his face, but you don't know what he's doing at home. Because I show was doing that.
5: Yeah. And also teenagers, especially young boys, looking for mentors like that father role model. That's true. So important. So important. So So definitely. You guys, thank you so much. I was going to to say,
0: definitely just stay in contact with us. I I think that will be a great initiative. We'll stay in contact. Great initiative. Yes.
5: Yeah. And I'll be out there in August, so I'll send you guys a message, okay? Oh, Oh, come to the studio.
0: You come to the studio? Yeah, come to
5: the studio. Okay, sounds good. All right, I'll talk to you guys soon. Thanks again for having me. Have a great day. God
0: bless. Miss Paula had a testimony. Yes, she did. That was deep. Yeah. Like, I think a lot of people need to hear that because there's so many kids, so many adults. Adults, yeah. That's going through her exact same situation. Yeah. And she was dropping out some gems. Yeah. Yeah. But go ahead and I need to call (laughs) Cleetis.
1: There you go, Clean. Erica, Erica Nicole is looking at us. Like,
3: what? <laughs> so this replaced the old intro music. So now the outro music is kind of like the old intro music. No. Is- <laughs> I'm about to get kicked out of the <laughs> radio. Yo, don't ever come back. No. But I just, I think her story is testament that no matter where we are, exactly. no matter what yes. we've been through that we serve a God that's able to pick us up. You know what I mean? And, and that, we can overcome we can, him. We can overcome with him. We can overcome. We can we can overcome. And, and Christ in us is the hope of glory. Amen. So I think that's what she you said. You see how you
0: start preaching when is plays? <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's what he's designed for. That's what he's made for. Exactly. You're going <sighs> to get a raise. five dollars. <laughs> and <Amen. top> <laughs> But one thing I I just wanted to say as a whole is that we have to know yourself before you can start really I guess you could say, even loving anybody else. Because if you don't love yourself, you could play around and say that you love somebody, but you won't stick around there in the hard times. Right. You won't be there long if you, because if you, if you bail out on yourself, right. if you can't commit to yourself, how can you do it to somebody else? <clears throat> that's right. And and, and that's a, a big thing with knowing your afflictions. Mm-hmm. You know, something that she said that was deep is that, you know, Jesus brought, each one of her childhood and with her reading the word and praying and, and, and really just dealing with it, she was able to solve each part of that part of that life block. Because right. there's a life block in a lot of things. That's why a lot of times when you sit back and you think of your childhood, you can remember something, yeah. but your brain goes and blocks things out automatically that is too painful for you so that you don't think about it.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: But sometimes we gotta, but that stops a lot of other things. It makes you numb. It makes you just go through the motions. Mm-hmm. You got to remember things so that you could be appreciative of what you've been through, what you have, and how far you've came. Right.
3: Yeah. <laughs> how you got to that on this?
0: But this is Pastor Jay, and like always, I just want you to reach out to somebody and just tell them that they loved that's what I want to leave with. Just, oh, okay. I, I challenge you today. Is just go reach out to somebody and tell them that they loved. You could tell in their voice, what in their in their in their mannerisms and their body style, how what they're going through. Right. Somebody right now just need a hug. Somebody right, right now just need to know that somebody cares. Right. Suicide is rampant. I lost a good childhood friend to it. And you never know how you could save somebody's life. So definitely go out and show somebody God through you. Don't tell them about it, just show it. And by showing God through you, that's by saying, you're loved, you okay? Let me give you a hug. You you have support, you wanna join a church, can you come to my church? You can just sit down and listen. We gotta get back to people, talking with people. Right. All these analytics and social media and all that has desensitized our ministries. So let's go ahead and get back to being in the people business and actually getting to the heart.
2: Amen. Amen.
1: And this is Lady A.J., Pastor J., Coach. You guys have a wonderful Father's Day. Thank you. And I just want to remind everyone that the only way out is through.
2: And this is Coach You can find me on Instagram at 910Coach. And I just want people to uh, smile today. See, try to smile at least ten times today.
3: Out. And this is Eric and Nicole. I've enjoyed hanging out with the Anointed Radio crew. Yes. Um, but I just want to encourage someone to go, get back up, try again, and this time it will work. Amen. Amen.
0: And I want everybody to make sure you still go out and check the Anointed Summer Party eventbright.com. Actually, you can go to network.com and buy your tickets. Um, it's right there on our website. Make sure that you go. We have a great show lined up for Las Vegas. Let's start bringing shows back to Las Vegas. Body of Christ, Amen. Amen. Um, we have them on the West in in California. We have them in New York and in, in the South. But let's start bringing Jesus to Sin City so we could change the name because. You see a lot of people's name be changed in the Bible, Mm. but it took work and it took effort and it took relying on God. Let's go ahead and rely on God that we could change the name. Where people don't come here to think about the sin city, let's talk about the redemption,
1: Mm. the
0: love, and what Jesus did for us. So. Go ahead and check out Anointed Summer Party on it. Oh, yeah, and make sure you go vote for us. Yes. Oh, right. For our award, amen. Uh, We're award-nominated through the Kingdom Image Award. I need it in my life. I want it in
2: my life.
0: Definitely go check out um, the (laughs) Kingdom Image Award. You go on our website, Anointed Radio Network, and click. It says click here to vote. Go ahead and go vote for your Las Vegas gospel station in the running with a lot of other people.
3: Can I plug something really quick? Is that okay? Go ahead. So listen, on June 29th, I'll be in Dallas, Texas, doing a headshot party. Oh. You can find all of the information on my Instagram or my Facebook. So. And what is that? A headshot party, basically. No, no,
0: no. What's your Instagram? Oh, I
3: was like, oh, because okay. I guess like, it's a way that I serve creatives. <laughs> but my Instagram is Erica Nicole, Erica with a K. So Erica Nicole 82. You can find me there on social, on Instagram or Facebook. So if you need new photos, because selfies don't belong on flyers, so. Amen. All right. Amen, say it again. Say that selfies one Selfies don't belong on flyers, so if you need headshots or professional photos, come see us in Dallas.
0: Amen. All right. Amen. See y'all Wednesday.